Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Hey guys, I'm Alex, like we, you already know. <laughs> but, um, so I'm just going to talk to you guys and let you know some things that I've learned in high school. Um, Sometimes in high school, you just get super busy. I know some of you know what I'm talking about, where you go from one activity to the next, continuous activity to another and another and another. Well, that's what I did junior year, and um, I guess I'm just going to let you get a glimpse of what my life looks like normally. So I'd wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, and I'd go with the cross-country team, and I'd run at practice, and then followed that, I'd go to band rehearsal on the field, so I'd run down there. Then to follow, I'd go to school, sitting through my classes, studying hard, good student. And then after that, I would go back to um, practice with the cross-country team, run five or six miles, and then make it back to my car, grab a camera, take pictures for a yearbook, then go to rehearsal once again for the evening rehearsal. After that, I'd have a leadership meeting, and then by then, finally, I'd be going home. Um, By then, it'd be like nine o'clock, and I'd be stressed out, eating dinner, taking a shower, getting ready for school, and then starting my homework. So my life was chaotic last year, and um, I just threw in a quick prayer right before I went to bed and laid my head on my pillow. So it was definitely, I was doing all great things. Like, I would not take anything back, and I met some pretty awesome people. Um, Yet, I had run myself so far down that I just was drained every night. It was continuous... um, pressure on myself to live up to what I needed to be wherever I was. Um, So saying that, I was at practice, and I would just, as I stretched, I'd be stretching, and um, I'd have um, an audition coming up, so I'd be practicing my clarinet in my head, thinking through my notes and the fingerings, trying to perfect my audition while at practice, so that didn't work so well. I also, at band rehearsal, I'd sneak my notes and set them on my stand, and the director would be talking to us, and I'd be like, peeking over, oh my goodness, <laughs> trying to learn the organelles for the cell for biology class next hour for the test. So I was never fully where I was, and that's something that I really regret in that there were so many people that I could have talked to, so many people that I could have told about Jesus or just thrown a, a quick, um, hey, how are you, and really got to know a lot more people. Um, so I, was, I wasn't investing. I wasn't investing in the people around me, and um, that's something that I realized that time just consumes my life. Um, so I decided I just needed to slow down. Slowing down meant I needed to think less of myself and think of more of where God was positioning, positioning me where I was. And so that started, I'm like, what can I do? I mean, it's not like I can quit math class. I mean, go talk to the principal. Hey, I'm really stressed out with my time. Maybe, hey, Mr. David, can I just take out math? No, it was more of like, I was doing great things. I wouldn't take anything back. So I'm like, okay, I guess the hallways, hallways, okay. So I'd go down the hallways thinking, okay, I'm walking here. Other people are walking here. I might as well have a conversation with them. We're both just walking along. And so I just started talking to people. And by this, I figured out that one of my best friends um, had class right next door to me all year long. Never once had I even known that. I just put my head down and kept walking. How ridiculous is that? It's one of my good friends. So um, sometimes we're just so caught up in ourselves that we fail to like even realize what God is putting around us. And um, 
I think that's something that I really had never thought of just because I'd be focusing on me. Um, but, so, example, let's see. Um, one day, after school, I was at my locker. After school, I decided to talk to a teacher, and then I was planning with my friend, because I'm in band leadership, so I was planning something for a football game. And um, so I was talking to her, and one of my, um, another student walked by. I knew this girl, she was in band, and I talked to her a couple of times. Um, but she said, hey, Alex, how are you doing? And I said, oh, hey, good, and I kept talking to my friend. Um, then I kept talking after a few sentences. I'm like, I just blew her off. Like, that's my opportunity to shine light into her life. And I just blew it off just like that. So I said, hey, Brittany, you know, I think I need to, I have to go talk to somebody. I'll be right back. So I walked down and I was like, hey, sorry. I was just so caught up in myself and making plans. And I didn't even realize that, like, I just didn't even realize. So I'm like, so how are you doing? Like, how's your day been? She's like, um, it's been, actually, it's been terrible. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can, like, I know it sounds tacky, but is there some way I can pray for you, maybe? And she's like, uh, I'm like, it doesn't have to be any big, and it's okay, like, you don't have to give me an answer, I'll just be praying for you. And she's like, okay, that'd be great. So, um, so yeah, and walking away, she's just like, hey, thanks. And I was like, okay, thanks. But walking away, I'm like, wow, like, this girl... Like, she is having a bad day, and she reached out to me, and I'm just going to blow her off. Like, that's something that, if it, like, God put me there to talk to her, and I had just been caught up. But, um, let's see, ever since then, she continues to seek me out. Every day, hey, my dad's going to be out of town, or hey, I failed this test. And it's just been something that ever since that initial connection, God has put me in a place to be able to speak truth in her life. And um, that's something that there's, um, there's such substance in that. And that like God puts people in our lives to talk to them and to be there for them. So I challenge you guys to not get caught up in your schedules like I did. And I, although I was, my schedule is busy, I really, really would not take anything back. And that everything that I did and everything that I studied was, um, it was good. It was all good. Great things, great people. And that's why I wouldn't take back is the people. The people I made friends with was um, something that meant a lot to me. And this year, I decided that I need to take back some of my schedule. But I'm like, I can't handle that schedule every day. I can't do it. It just let me drain. So I, I'm not doing yearbook, not bands. I ended up getting an injury, can't run cross country. So I'm still involved in a lot of clubs and cadet teaching and I study a lot. I'm a very studious student, I guess you could say. Um, and so school is over. I go home, I'm like, yes, I can relax, sit back on the couch, check my Twitter, Instagram. But um, I did that after a couple weeks. I'm like, wow, this is not fun. Like. I have so much free time. This is like draining and I'm just sitting here. I don't have anything to do. But um, it was just, you can fill your time with activities, one after the other, activity the other, one after the other. Or you can have no time, but you still, you know what I'm talking about? You can still be busy when you're doing nothing just because your mind is always moving and you never give yourself a time to really just reflect. Um, so I'm a library aide, which means I sit in the library and I check out your books. And so one of our assignments was to read a book and do a book talk. And I chose a book, a devotional by Bill Hybels, and it's called Too Busy Not to Pray. 
And I chose this book only, only because it was short, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just get it out of the way. And so, but reading it, though, it, like, brought on to me how much time that I waste. I waste my time doing nothing. Um, and I realized that my brain is always, always thinking, always thinking, what can I do to do better? What can I do better? But it's never of what's God's best for me. It's always my plan. So this is where I made the connection that my prayers are usually about me. God, help me, give me strength to talk to this girl that I'm really nervous for. God, give me peace as I walk into this test. Help me get an A, please. Um, and I just decided I needed to quiet my brain and I needed to give him the time that he gives to us. He's always there waiting to listen to us. He wants to hear our voices. I mean, honestly, this sounds weird. I don't know why he wants to hear this. But um, having somebody that wants to hear you is something that we take for granted. And even if it's just sitting for five minutes every day, even just sitting, I journal because I get distracted very easily. So if you're writing to God, that's something that you can see and follow. But it's not until we take our time and we turn it and talk to him that he gives us the opportunities to reach out to people, give us once we're present where we are, so once you realize, my schedule is busy, really busy, and once I realized that I just need to be present, I just need to be there with people, I realized that God is present with me. And once I realized that, God opened my eyes to see the people every day that I was surrounded by, like the girl in the hallway. Like, how can you imagine how many people are in your school? There are tons of people in your school. And they're all, like, they're all open to you. Like, God is putting you there to talk to them. And I didn't realize that. And I just, um, that's my prayer. And that you will see that too. Um, but... Meanwhile, so I'm busy and I go to D group and that's something that I encourage you guys also to do and that that was my time for relax, relaxation. I'd go and I could sit and I could just be prayed for and encouraged and I would really just have a chance to sit back and um, take, soak in the wisdom that older people have for you. But um, along with my parents, we're really supportive and that's really important. Um, so having those people help them and have them encourage you to take time for Jesus. And I guess my last challenge, if I could just give you a simple life lesson of what I've learned is just to take the busyness out of your life. That's something that drained me every day. And I hope that now, like I know there's tons of activities that to be involved in. There are so many, whether it's band, choir, football, whatever. There are so many opportunities and do those, they're great, but realize them for what they are. They're great things, but they're not meant to hold us back from somebody who loves us. And um, so, I guess I just want to encourage you. Um, as you go through your busy lives, I know you're all busy, there's so much to do, and I know that God has gifted you in ways that, um, that are unique to you, and I encourage you to use those to reach out to the people around you. And I guess that's all I have to say. So I'm going to um, have my sister come up here, Kelsey, and I'm just going to pray for you real fast. Um, God, I thank you for these junior hires who are here and ready to hear your word. Um, I pray that um, you just wrap their arm, your arms around them and let them know how you love them and how um, they, you want to hear 
if you want to hear from their voice, God, um, help them know that you will always be there and to take, for them to take intentional time to seek you and you, they will be blessed um, in seeing and hearing from you. God, amen. And here's my sister. <laughs> Okay, so for the third time, I am Kelsey. <laughs> um, I have grown up in this church and have been raised by God-centered parents, also like Alex, because we're twins, so we have the same parents. Okay. <laughs> um, having parents like I do, it was easy for a while to follow God and live by God. And once I became older, I started to shy away from God and just really got distracted. Um, and he was just kind of at the back of my head at that point in my life. Um, going into high school, I was running varsity track and cross country and I had a boyfriend who also ran on the team and was a year older than me. Let me tell you, he was cute. And he would make me feel special with sending me the good morning, beautiful text, you know, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and I would get butterflies every time I talked to him. Come on, I was even doodling his name on my paper with like a heart next to it. <laughs> it's pathetic, I know. Okay. <laughs> but he was all I thought about. Running on the team since seventh grade, I had also... Um, over time became super close with the girls that I ran with um, naturally. Um, we did everything together, though none of them attended church or believed in God for that matter. Um, but I didn't let that keep me from being friends with them, which is fine. Um, but they were starting to influence me negatively more than I was influencing them positively. So... Um, which is like probably supposed to be like one of those you're going the wrong way like on Mario Kart how it like pops up it's like you're going the wrong way <laughs> but sometimes like it's fun to go the wrong way like you're like I'm going the wrong way <laughs> you don't know you're just going the wrong way and it's fun especially if you're in last place like I usually am it's just you're not really in a hurry to finish <laughs> okay um, but um Overall, my team was who I was running through life with, and I woke up at five to go to morning practice with them, and then I'd go to school with them and have classes with them, and then I'd go to um, practice after school till six and hung out with them after until I had to be home, and I just spent all my time with them. So I basically lived and breathed cross country and track. That's just what I did and what took up all my time. And obviously, I knew that I really needed to be living and breathing God. But I decided to push him under the rug again, knowing that he would always be there. And God's like, what's your deal, pickle? <laughs> like, what, why, aren't you, why aren't you surrounding yourself with people who are going to push you to do the right thing and be positive, godly influences to you? Like... What are you doing? <laughs> um, but I didn't have time for God. I was so busy and caught up in living for me. Um, 
Then one Friday night, my boyfriend and I broke up, and my world was crashing down. Like, call 911, life alert type of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but um, I, was, I was devastated. And at that point, I realized, you know, that things don't last. <laughs> like, earthly stuff, it doesn't last. And I realized that um, it means nothing to me to be accepted by people from my high school, not even boys or people who are popular or what really would be awesome if I could make God proud and be recognized as a person of good character and who lives their life unselfishly. Um, <clears throat> like in Mario Kart, yeah, it may be fun to go the wrong way, but a little while, but after, like, you gotta turn around and go the right way to finish. You can't <laughs> finish going the wrong way. So there's that metaphor, okay. Um, um, I went home that night and realized I thought I was where, right where I wanted my life to be. It was perfect, it was great, I, but um, it wasn't. These earthly things that were bringing me happiness now were not going to be there all life. Like, but God will. God is going to be there. He's the only thing that's going to be there that gives us um, everlasting happiness. <clears throat> and not boys, not money, not clothes, not success, or any other earthly crap, if I may, that's not going to be there <laughs> at the end of things. It's just not. Um, it's not about us and our plan. It's about God's plan. And simple as that may seem, it was hard for me being the stubborn person that I am to give up certain things. Considering the time commitment that running cross country had, um, I hate to make the challenging decision to not run this year, even though I've been doing it for five years and I just had to give that up, knowing that with that, I had to say goodbye to my closest friends that I had and really just like change my whole lifestyle. It's just been weird, but so great. Once I set all my selfish wants and needs aside, I was able to give my time to God and seek him and grow with him because um, every relationship takes two. And you, you got to do your part in dedicating time to seek him. Um, in James 4, 6 through 10, it says, um, but he gives us even more grace to stand against such evil desires. As the scripture says, God opposes the proud but favors the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. So I would encourage you to surround yourself, guys, with people who can keep you accountable on staying on track with God. D groups, D groups, D groups. If you're not in a D group, I would again encourage you to be in one because they offer leaders and students who want to be there to go through life with you. 
Um, my D group was a ginormous help in that through high school. Um, I want you to know all the happiness that he's brought me and all the happiness he could bring all of you. Even when we mess up, even when we avoid him, and even when we fail to put him above ourselves. I may have made it seem like I just went through a rough patch and I'm now back on track, living a perfect life for Christ, but that is definitely far where I'm at. I still um, face temptation, and I still feel sadness, and I'm confused a lot of the time, but I'm not going through it alone anymore. And I know God has our backs and is there to catch us when we fall. And he's the only thing that will be there by our side forever. And we're so blessed, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm so glad that we get to call God, like just have God be in our life in general. <laughs> so if you don't mind, I'm gonna pray and wrap up. Okay. Um, dear God, I pray that all the students in this room know that Jesus loves them and that he has their back. And I pray that these students can be strong in their walk with you and know that the grace you have for them. We love you so much, and thank you for being so awesome. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.